What's up, Disrupt Nation? So we have a very, very special guest for you guys today. He is a serial entrepreneur helping impact-driven entrepreneurs scale ethically through authentic personal branding and storytelling. The one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Gustin, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And I'm honored to be here, man. Definitely. So can you tell us your story and uh, what brought you to your career path? Like how did you, when did you make the decision that you wanted to become an entrepreneur? Sure. So uh, it all started about two years ago um, when I was 21 years old. And right now I'm 23 years old. And I had tried 15 different jobs um, by the age of 21. I think, <laughs> I think people started looking at me like I'm a little bit crazy. And uh, wow! And, and people, I think people, people uh, misunderstood me for for not being grateful for what I had. But in reality, I was just looking for more. I was looking to become a person I knew I could be. And so it was all about this pursuit of. Yeah, passion, but but purpose and, and potential that I believed that I had. And even if I didn't know uh, what that what that was, I knew that there was more out out there. And so I had to chase that. And, you know, I grew up in a community where if you want more, if you want to be successful, right? Like you, that's <laughs> like you, you get a job and you climb the ladder. Um, and so that's what I did. I became a manager at 17. I was managing people that were 20, 21, and they hated me because I was younger than I was supposed to be there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I was like successful in, in, in like society's eyes in, in, in that term, but, but I didn't feel it. Like I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel like I was uh, becoming the person I wanted. And so, um, that's when I started to to look into other options and and like so many other times we look at the society and we go like what's that thing that everybody's doing that I can go and do and and so I went to business university I applied um, and it was like I'm not trying to <laughs> like it was pretty easy like I got in and one morning I was I came to school to the class and I was like I asked the teacher where's 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 everybody and she goes, well, there was a party yesterday night and uh, people are, are home, <laughs> hangover. And, and I was like, like, okay. And it happened once and it happened twice. And the third and fourth and fifth time, I started thinking like, wait a minute, I am here because I'm chasing something. I'm chasing purpose, fulfillment, becoming this entrepreneur that is going to make a difference in the world. And, and all I saw was people partying their lives away. Um, and I didn't feel home at all. And, and I thought there has to be, again, there has to be something more out there. And so, um, I, I dropped out because I realized like, uh, one day I was sitting and, and I realized that the teacher that is teaching me about business and entrepreneurship doesn't have a business. Like, <laughs> yeah, know, they say, they say the people. The people who can do, do, and the ones that can't do, they teach. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's unless definitely... Unless you become successful at something and you teach others to do the same thing, which you already have results in. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. Well, and that's that's another thing. I, I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs who are thinking about uh, uh, skipping college or dropping out of college or maybe taking a year off, right? And the yeah. one thing that I tell them is that college will always take your money. 
You know, it's not <laughs> people act, you know, like, oh, uh, uh, I got in. Let me make sure that I stay in. It's like, no, once you're in, you're in. You can take a year off. You can take three years off. A friend of mine, he's uh, took in three years off from Princeton. And he probably won't go back. But if he ever wants to go back, like the, the college will always take your money. <laughs> yeah, no, hundred percent. And even in Finland, like it's so it's so cheap. Like they even pay you like four hundred, five hundred a month um, as a support from like the government wow. to study. Like they literally put you in the in the prison and they pay you to be there. I'm like, what? They don't want you to start your own thing. Yeah, no, I, absolutely not. And and they don't see. I, I was talking uh, about this on another podcast. Like, our tr- education was designed to train factory workers, right? Yeah. And with AI and automation, a lot of those jobs are going to get phased down. People have to become entrepreneurs 100%. if they if they want to survive. Hundred percent. Yeah. So tell us more. So you drop out of you drop out of college, and then you start fifteen business. What were these fifteen businesses? No, I had 15 different jobs before I before I uh, went to to university, and I thought, okay, so I can't find out oh, a wow. job. I need to study uh, to study more. And so uh, I dropped out, and I was looking at the marketplace. Like I didn't I didn't feel home in 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 school, but I could see the marketplace. I could I could understand where the market was going, and and so I saw that everybody's moving towards social media, and I realized like. Um, these business owners are using, they're still using traditional marketing. And I was, I could not understand that. And I didn't see at the time, I didn't see my unfair advantage of growing up with, with social media, growing up with Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and everything like these business owners um, were still using traditional like TV, advertising, radio, um, newspaper, brochures, like, so it, it was it was natural for me to be like everybody's on social media. Why not you? And I realized like a, a couple of things. First of all, they didn't have the time. Um, they didn't know how to how to market themselves themselves on social media. And and like it was a huge market for me. And so that's what I that's what I went after. Very cool. So um, tell us a little bit about like. Um, what was your struggles? What were some of the mistakes that you made um, early on? And what lessons did you learn from that? Yeah, man. So uh, <laughs> a big one was definitely to quit my job uh, before I had, I had any income uh, from my business. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't do that uh, unless you're crazy like me. Because I put my wife in a very, very hard situation. Um, we got married uh, when I was 20. So I still had my job. Um, and things were okay. And uh, then I went study, and uh, I was only a, a year in, in university, and then I dropped out of that. And I thought, hey, um, I see a huge opportunity here. I understand social media. Let, let's start a business. I'm gonna, I'm go- I'm gonna be my own boss uh, because then, uh, you know, it wasn't always that I hated my my jobs, but it was like I said, I couldn't, I didn't feel the freedom. I didn't feel like I was becoming the person I wanted and fulfilling my potential. And so by starting my, my own business, I thought maybe that's where I flee home. And immediately I was like, this is my home. It's who I am. Uh, but one of the things that I learned was um, starting a business and making money is two separate things. <laughs> like you have to get clients. You have to sell a product in order to, to survive. And so um, 
I would spend hours, like my wife went to her job. Um, she'd be there from nine to five. I would spend all that time on YouTube. I would spend all that time reading books. I was big into personal development because one thing I understood early on was if I become super good at one thing, and I'll get more into personal branding later, but what I realized was I was building my personal brand by becoming good at one thing because I became the go-to social media guy. And, um, and even some people locally called me the legend when I was, <laughs> I only had like six months into the business, but they're like the social media legend. <laughs> that was kind of cool. But anyways, what I, what I did was um, I would hustle and work really hard, but I was struggling to, to get clients. Um, and so, yeah, one thing I forgot to mention was when I had the big dream, I had the big vision. Um, one day, one of my, my friends called and he was like, um, yo, Gustav, like, let's meet up. It's been a while. Like, <laughs> let's have a coffee uh, and catch up. And, and I was like, sure. And he brings along his friend. Um, the, and they, they introduced me to a, to a new opportunity, right? I'm um, not sure if you ever heard of, of a new opportunity. Uh, you're going to have the best product ever, the best things in sliced bread. Um, Sounds like and, a cult, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they introduced me to a network marketing business and I didn't know. Um, I didn't know at the time. What I did understand was it was a good product um, and, I, and I could see social media. So I took those two things and I tried to pair them together. But here's the thing. Even though that was, it was like, yeah, become your own boss. That's what they said. But immediately they gave me this list of, of writing down a hundred of people, a hundred people I knew and creating this list. And I was like, great. Um, I'll start my own website, my blog, my, my social media. I'll, I'll build a community. So I understood the importance of like personal branding, adding value, um, giving more than you're taking. Uh, understood human psychology that's what it is um, and uh, they said no like that's not what you do that's not what we do here we call people you call these hundred people and <laughs> you get them to, to to a meeting to a coffee and I'm like sure what well, like okay what am I telling them they said like no you're not telling them anything like you're just getting them to the meeting and I'm like okay but what if they ask no like like you're not telling and it was all sketchy and it wasn't what I thought business was, so I understood uh, business before uh, before ever ever going into it. <clears throat> but um, definitely so, no, it sounds definitely sounds like a cult, man. <laughs> yeah, so, so trust me, I was in a cult one time, and they sat me in a room, and they said write down a hundred friends, and uh, then all of a sudden my friends started disappearing. So be you got to be careful with that stuff. Really? <laughs> oh. Wow uh no but in in all seriousness yeah there, there's definitely you know it's not it's not all bad i think there's a lot of companies that uh they began in an era of marketing maybe in the 80s and the 70s when yeah. uh that was the way you marketed i mean there yeah. was no internet and you had to use the phone right yeah. like uh the million man march and martin luther king and yeah. and malcolm x all these guys that's how they did organize they organized these huge movements all through the phone through you know a pigeon with a note on it yeah. <laughs> and a letter and a postcard, right? But in the age of social media, um, not only is that stuff maybe not efficient or a little outdated, um, it, it actually makes you come across 
uh, almost uh, like a scam or, yeah. or it makes you come across a little weird. Because they, um, they think about themselves, what they've done, what's been working for them, like what they know, what they have this, the, the knowledge about and what they have the results from. They have the analytics, the like they have done that for a while and they, they know that like they're comfortable with it. And yeah, like their, their sales can be like, okay, but then the market comes and they say, this is not what we want. And they might not tell you, but you can read it that people are consuming more social media. It's all mobile. Like you'd be shocked how many websites wasn't optimized for mobile when I got started. Yeah. I, I mean, Hey, if anything, you should have wrote, wrote down a hundred email addresses, right? Forget the phone exactly, numbers. Exactly. <laughs> you could have put them in a Facebook, uh, retargeting campaign and you, you exactly. could have maybe closed even more of them uh so so what were you selling what was this uh product it was a health product it was a health cool product. cool because i was uh into soccer and i wanted to be fit and i and all that you know this friend thought i'd be a good good fit and i i had grown a i had some network and uh, they thought hey if we can leverage his network then we can we can make money out of that and so that right there, going with that mindset, looking at, hey, write down 100 people and then, um, then pick like the, the 10 people of those that have the biggest networks that you can, um, that you can sign up as like downlines. You know, the whole thing was, uh, wasn't what I wanted. And so what I did was instead I took that knowledge. Obviously, I've, you know, I spent a lot of money on coaching and personal development again. And, and so it was a good like it led me to something better. And I think at the time when I, when I quit that, I felt like a failure because, you know, I had this dream. Uh, when I started it, that was the first moment when people like my friends and family would, would start telling me that, you know, you're crazy. You know, you dropped out of university. That was the best thing you'd ever had. You did this, this, and you that. You dropped out of university. You joined the cult. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. calling all like this. this. Yeah, no, I, I could only just, imagine. They were like, this is just going south, man. <laughs> well, and, and, and well, I guess, you know, I have a lot of friends in the entrepreneur space that did start out in network marketing. Yeah. And I, I think the the good part about it is the community and the inspiration and maybe the dream that they're selling and maybe the path to get there um, may not be yours, right? You may have a different path to getting there. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing then when you venture out on your own and it's really 100% your own um, venture is now you have to be the cheerleader. You know, when you're in a network marketing thing, you go to the meetings and they have coffee and they have a bunch of people screaming and clapping. I'll, I'll, and tell, you, I'll tell you, my biggest takeaway was this, building an attractive character. In other words, your personal brand. Because um, think of a, a network marketing business all of them, they have an attractive character. They have a leader that has gone through a journey and they have this amazing story of what's the, what they've been through, the struggle, and they, they go from that and they, trans, they transition into this amazing character and now they inspire others to do the same. So like, it's not a, it's not a bad, um, <laughs> bad cult. It's just that it's not for everybody. You know, it's not... <laughs> wasn't for me the whole thing so so you I leave took, the cult and yeah. then and then where do you go next i i took the business knowledge um and i took social media and i did something with it that that i was allowed to do instead of doing it for 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 the health product i decided to help local businesses in fact what i did was and i'm, I'm going to be completely transparent 
I found someone that were selling a similar product. Um, I wanted to test, but I also wanted to prove people that what I saw inside of me with social media was was the right thing. And so um, booked a meeting, uh, talked to the guy and decided to to help him out marketing his product um, on social media. And I remember the, the first sale we got with Facebook ads. I was like, I knew it, guys. Like, I, I knew this was possible with social media. And these guys would tell me like, no, you need to sit there and convince people because it's a lot of information. Like, you need to be there and explain everything. And I could understand objections to why they're not buying. But I understood also that social media is not the product. It's just the distribution channel. So like whatever limiting belief uh, my audience has, I can crush that and I can build up a new belief system by leveraging social media. When I did that, we started seeing results. And funny thing is, like um, they called me back from the, the network marketing business and they wanted me to consult them on social media, which is funny because now they, they are, before I left, I, I explained to them how they should build a community, Facebook groups, Build, build a community around your purpose, which is well-being. And then the people who are interested will be like, you know, you'll attract those people to you and, and people will, will show when they're interested. Yeah, I mean, they'll tell 100 of their friends even without them getting paid, right? When people are really exactly. ambassadors of your exactly. brand. Yeah, they don't but I think I believe, you know how most people, they start with what they sell, then they, then they go how they sell it, and then they go why they sell it. Always, uh, like Simon Sinek says, start with why, and which is why I believe Apple is so successful. Like they challenge the status quo. Like they, uh, they dare to dream big. Like they don't. They think differently. Uh, what do they do? <laughs> like that, you, you don't hear that in their in their uh, in their why. And so I think when you switch that and you and you build around your why, then you go into your how you do it, and people don't even know what you're selling yet, but they're like, what are you? What do you sell? Let me buy something. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And and being a purpose-driven uh, entrepreneur, I think, is really what can set you apart, especially in a global economy. I mean, you know, it used to be, okay, there was one store on the street, and that was the only option. Now, we, we're in a global economy. People can go and buy direct from China if they wanted to. They, You know, you have Walmart, yeah. you have Amazon.com, eBay, you have basically it's a global level that you're competing with so to set yourself apart you really have to um be offering something more than just a, a product a hundred percent a hundred percent so so you start by selling someone else's product and then when do you get to the point where you're like okay now i'm gonna i have the confidence and i i did the proof of of concept and we used facebook to start selling stuff and when do you venture out to sell your own products Sure. So that's the interesting, interesting thing. I, uh, at the point where I realized like, um, I had to do this myself. Like I said, a lot of friends and family wouldn't support me. They would, they would call me and, and, and tell me to get a job and quit this, this joke I was doing, this clown I was playing. I started sharing that and I started sharing my knowledge and I started building my own brand as I was teaching businesses to build theirs. Um, and so what happened was people started calling me, people started messaging, messaging me. I haven't, I haven't, uh, spent any dollars, uh, on advertising myself. I haven't cold called once. I haven't called emailed once from zero 
to 100,000 uh, 100, online. And I think that's pretty interesting when everybody is like against you and you just have this passion that you follow. And so you do it over and over. You're being consistent without, in the beginning without getting paid. And you, you go from like being this kid that everybody's like, you feel like everybody's against you. You feel like an outsider. And people started like just flooding to you. And, and right now, for example, it's, it's at the point where I do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of consulting because I can't handle the done-for-you work that I used to have. And so to answer your question, um, I went from selling other people's products to starting helping people whatever they needed. And, and at the point, I would accept any, any student, which is a lesson I learned not to, but uh, and any, any client. I just solved their problems. And that's when I realized business and entrepreneurship is about becoming good at one thing, finding a problem, providing a solution. That's cash right there. <laughs> Very cool. So tell us more about your your new venture, your new website, entrepreneurs.com, and how you came up with the concept. Yeah, man. So like I said, I grew my grew my agency then to first like 10K a month and, and beyond. And and what I realized was I would and I work a lot. I love working. Don't get me wrong. I spend anything between 12 to, to 19 hours per day in the office uh, sometimes. And, and what I realized was there's a difference between working on tasks and working with people. Um, and I, I did the Tony Robbins disc test and personality test and, every, you know, everything with fulfillment and purpose. Um, and, and I realized, like, I loved helping. I always knew I loved helping people, but I wanted this to... I wanted my entrepreneurship journey to become a movement and a community of people who could feel um, could feel like home. And so I decided to, you know, I've always wanted to create a clothing brand, but I feel like just a T-shirt doesn't make it like just a T-shirt company. Like there's so many of them um, and that itself wouldn't bring me any fulfillment. Um, but I decided to create a community of entrepreneurs and then the, the, the clothing line behind that would be the identity that we wear, if that makes sense. Very cool. So, so the clothing line is just part of the movement, right? And, um, and I, I guess you, you wanted to move from, from helping people uh from like a task perspective to actually inspiring people to to build their own businesses right yeah yeah because i could see the impact that it had on my on my not only me but on my family uh family's life uh lives um i remember one day my my wife woke up in the middle of the night um and she didn't tell me this before uh for like after and um she would wake up and have her heart would beat like double. <laughs> and um, that was because she was so stressed out. Um, she had to, like I said, I didn't have a job at the point and I was struggling getting clients and she had to pay my rent. She had to pay my bills, my clothes, my food, everything. Like the, the 400 a month that I got um, at the point that all went into personal development because I knew I had to invest in myself to get to the next level. And so putting my wife at, at risk. Um, one time we, we couldn't afford the rent um, and we, we were starting to get it, like getting food. And so we almost ended up homeless uh, to the point where she said, 
Like, Gustan, this is it. Like, you're going to have to get a job. You're going to have to get a job. And, and so going from that point, uh, fast forward to today, all I can think of, who can I, if I can change one person's life. And I remember the first message that I got that said, thank you, Gustan, you've changed my life. Because um, I started helping entrepreneurs. And, and that was the coolest uh, feeling ever. That was the moment I knew, like, it doesn't matter. Um, like, I don't care about money anymore. Obviously, I need what I need for my for my business, but I uh, for my family. But it's all about the impact I can make in other people's lives, and that's where Entrepreneurs.com was was born. It was the community. So it's the clothing is one part of it. Yes, uh, and then we have we have a free academy, and we have uh, we have free trainings and a Facebook group with a thousand entrepreneurs. And so that's pretty cool to have that and, and provide with free trainings to anyone who's. Uh, who has the same desire that I had. Wow, that's awesome. So it's almost like uh, teach a man to fish versus giving him a fish, right? You give him a fish, 100%. you give him a good day. I've had, people, <laughs> I've had people, no, 100%. I've had people reach out and be like, I need, I need a little bit of money, Gustav. Like, can you borrow, can you borrow me? Can you give me some money or do this? Or that? And I've, I've, I've helped out, like I love helping, but a lot of times I'll just give them trainings that I have. And I'll let them do the work because I know, like, um, I know if if I teach them how to fish, they can not only you know fish for themselves, but they can, like, they can teach others as well. And and the the global impact that I want to have needs me to to teach people so that they can teach others and they can teach others, and that's the ripple effect that is going to generate the biggest influence that um, possible. Very cool. I mean, it's actually similar. You're almost like the European um, version of Disrupt, what we're doing in Puerto Rico, where, you know, there's a, an economy that is 500 years old and relies on the service industry. And, you know, Disrupt, we came down here to create a digital economy and teach entrepreneurship and tech and mm. marketing and, you know, really stimulate that. Um, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I would love to collaborate and, and, um, take a look at your curriculum and see, um, if there's ways to even bring it, bring it into Latin America, maybe get it transcribed, um, and things of that nature. Um, so, so tell me like some of the success stories. I know you, you kind of touched on it briefly, like, um, you know, you hear the, the number of thousand people and, um, like where, where are these people located? Um, what countries are they from and what, what types of um, impacts have you seen inside the community so far? You mean from the Facebook group of a thousand entrepreneurs? Yes, yes. Okay, so uh, cool thing that I, um, like four years ago, I didn't speak English at all. Like four years ago, uh, you know, we speak Finnish and Swedish. It's what we speak in Finland. Wow. Um, and yeah, and I, want, I knew like, because I had this desire and this dream to, to make a global impact. And at the time, it just sounded like a silly dream, but I knew it was English was what I had to learn. Um, and so that's what I, you know, that's what I did. And, and people, I changed my, my profiles and everything, started communicating in English. Um, and it was bad at the time. It was really bad. Don't go back and watch yeah, my profiles. <laughs> but uh, but uh, um, as I did that and I shared my story again, like honestly, everything changes when you share your story. But when you're being authentic and you share not only your ups, but your ups and downs. That's when you attract your, your, your dream clients and your target audience that you can call friends and not just clients. Um, so that's what I did. People started joining from, you know, all over the world, like first from Sweden, Norway, 
Uh, we have people from, I mean, anything, US, Australia, Canada, UK, um, European countries like Spain, Portugal, uh, from Africa, we have Nigeria, we have, we have Latin American country, like we have all over the world, all over the world. That's awesome. So you taught yourself English by teaching, essentially, right? Because you wanted to share your knowledge. And, you know, the only way to do that was to do it in a different language. That's, that's awesome. You're really the European version of me because my Spanish is not that good. And I have been practicing my face off and I actually just moved to Puerto Rico full time. And uh, I'm going to do the same thing, but in reverse, I'm going to go from English to Spanish. So super, super cool. We have to, uh, we have to link up and, uh, and fly you down to Puerto Rico so you can have a drink with me. And uh, <laughs> would love to. Man. <laughs> very, very cool, man. Um, so, like, I I love that you're you're teaching and you're not only t- you're like teaching yourself by teaching others, which I think is a huge inspiration. And it, it's a- it actually goes to um, you know something that I talk about about like making decisions, right? Like you didn't have it figured out, and you were like, you know what? I'm gonna teach people in a different language that I don't even speak, and in the process, I'll learn how to speak English, right? So, um, yeah. that's super super cool, man. I'm so I'm super um happy, and I think it's prolific, um, that we're doing this podcast at this exact time. Um, so if people, uh what like message do you have for all the other aspiring entrepreneurs that, that look up to you um, and that are first getting started? Honestly, like ask yourself this, like what would I do if someone, if, if someone were to lock me in an office or, or a building or wherever, like you have, you have a week and you have to do the, you have to pick one thing that you're going to do for a week. For some people, that's going to be gaming. For some people, that's going to be studying marketing, like a, a geek, geek that I am. Uh, but like, you have to ask yourself, like, what is that one thing that you're so passionate about that you could do it for free? Because that's when you like when you know that you can look at the things that okay. So I have these three things that I'm passionate about. For an example, this is something I call the opportunity matrix. You look at the things that you really love doing, and then you look at the things that you're actually good at. Um, and then you pair those together. Now you go to the marketplace because you have to look at the marketplace and, and see what they want, like what they want to buy. Um, and so find, like I said, find a problem and come up with a solution. Sometimes when I started making, uh, you know, I have been with social media and websites and things of that nature. I didn't know everything. Like I'm, I'm self-made in that, in that sense. Like I went and studied that thing. I took a course on it. Because I knew like that would bring a massive return on investment. And so I think a couple of things is follow your passion. Don't, don't be too concerned about money at the, the beginning. Third thing is like you're going to have a lot of people questioning you. And it's not because they hate you. Like most of the times it's going to be friends or family because they love you. And like it sucks for them when you're struggling. And they think like they, they think they're doing the right thing by telling you what to do. When in fact all you want to do is mind your own business and tell them to do the same. Like you just want to do your thing. And, uh, and I think when you do that, you follow, uh, you focus on serving others. Um, I think that, you know, everything will, will turn out, um, for the good. Definitely. You were speaking earlier about like, you know, I love to work and, you know, working, you know, 90 hours a day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
how can entrepreneurs like avoid burnout? Because I feel like burnout and depression is something that, that almost happens naturally in, in young entrepreneurs. Great question. <laughs> Great question. I've actually been uh, been burned out twice. Um, and so this is something that it's actually a great question. Um, and I was watching Sam Ovens. I'm not sure if you're familiar. I yeah, you're familiar yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he said he tried, he's tried everything. He's tried working every day of the week. He's tried not sleeping at all, uh, doing, you know, uh, all nighters and he's tried everything. Uh, he said the moment everything changed was when he got eight hours of sleep, um, and he worked six hours a day, uh, six days a week. And so he, yes, he works from like nine to nine. And so he gets his gym in. And, and so what I mean is like you, you focus on your entire life, not just one thing. You, you try to get in workout. Uh, you try to eat healthy and you, um, you get enough sleep. Like once you, and like, it's hard because you're so passionate about it. Like it's hard going to sleep and Especially if you're like me, your brain goes <laughs> into full gear, especially at nighttime. And so it's hard. But as, so, as long as you, you're aware, and I think self-awareness is a huge deal. When you listen to your body and, and you go like, okay, so I'm, for example, if, um, if you're losing your memory or if you're, if you're starting to like, you got to listen to your body. And, and, um, and, and those three things, especially like sleep, uh, food and exercise, I think. Uh, are crucial for not getting burned out. So last question, what does disrupt mean to you? Good question, man. So disrupt for me is <laughs> honestly not giving a crap what other people think and just breaking any rules. Uh, don't don't break the laws, but just breaking all the rules that society and the community that you live in, whatever like people um, are telling you to do or how to live is because their own uh, belief systems and the stories they are either telling themselves or they have been told. So a good example is if you're living a life because of how parents um, or society wants you to live, it's because they have been told how to live their lives. And I think disrupt is, is for me when I go out and I do my own thing and I don't, I don't try to follow something. I don't try to, to be someone I'm not. I, I do my own thing. I create my own path and I build my own future. Definitely, man. I love that. Yeah, I, I think we have a lot of inherited mindsets, right? Like yeah. you were talking about like people's parents, right? Yeah. Like even things that we say, right? Like don't run with scissors. Like, yeah. we, like where did that come from? People have been saying that forever and they even they have no idea where it comes from. And <laughs> they just keep repeating do. the same things. <laughs> Very cool, man. Um, well, yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, thank you for having if, me, man. Had a ton of fun. If people, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we got to get you down to Puerto Rico. For sure, um, <laughs> if if people want to connect with you on social media and and online, where where's the best places to do that? Yeah, so uh, definitely Instagram, uh, Instagram dot uh, dot com slash uh, forward slash uh, it's Gusten. So I T S G uh, 
uh, Gusten. And then uh, same thing on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash it's Gusten. Uh, and then the entrepreneur's website is um, E-N-T-R-E-P-R-N-R-S.com um, is the, the entrepreneur lifestyle brand website. And uh, we're always adding new trainings. Uh, we're adding, you know, we're building out a community of entrepreneurs who wants to, to live bigger, even if they feel like an outsider, they have a dream, not, they're not afraid to work hard. And so that's what we're all about. That's where people can find us and then join the movement. Gustin, thank you so much for, for being on the show. Thank you for being such a contribution and really like a teacher and an educator and sharing your knowledge and and sharing your perspectives. And um, and yeah, and the swag is really dope too. I'm, I'm actually checking it out as we speak. They have, you have like the influencer shirt and the impact shirt. I, I got to order a couple of these myself. Um, yeah, man. Just, but yeah, just man. Wait, th- just wait until you see the ones we're adding now. They're sick and they're a little bit controversial of like think different and things of that nature. But thanks, Anthony. It was a pleasure. It was, uh, it was really good to come on here, man. Definitely, man. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again. Talk soon, bro. Bye. Bye.